to the unofficial controller podcast your weekly gaming podcast episode 139 the fog clears with me george and as always this week joined by bobby and rgt pyramid heads to my toblerone face how's it going then <laughs> it's gone good it's gone good yeah doing very well thank you george excellent well let's not mess around because i think everybody wants to know what have you been playing uh, me, yes, um, it's been quite thin this week on games. I've carried on with FIFA 23, um, finished my first season, won the league, League Two with Swindon Town. So, yeah, so getting ready to start League One. Um, really enjoyed it. The only problem I'm probably having is defense, still keep conceding. Um, mm. really struggling with clean sheets. So, I think that's something I've got to work on for next season. Yeah, I'm winning like. 3-1 or 2-1 Top or 3-2. Top tip. Don't know if this is even in the rules of football, so I don't know why no one's ever thought this before. Just break up your goal. I don't know if that's an option. I'll have a look in the settings. I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure I can brick the goal up. You told me you, you could adjust the stadium, you could change you the colour of the seats, individual oh, seats, yeah. pink, yellow, green. You can't put a brick in the goal. Get here on the phone. Yeah. I want them done. I'll have a word. It's their last um, chance to brick up the goal. <laughs> the they've blown it. Brick. I'll tell you what, there were the people, all the mods people do. I bet someone has done that on the PC mods. I bet they brick the goal up. Or Um, in the create character screen, just make a goalie that's, what, 18 foot wide (laughs) and about seven foot tall? Huge hands, just massive, huge hands. Kenny Everett. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I've got to work on that a bit. But no, we're still really enjoying it. Really good. Um, Loving the extra controls and bits on the dual sense. Really good. Sound of the Goals coming through the controller speaker, hitting the post, you feel it hit the post. Really good. Nice little touches there. And yeah, really, really enjoying that. So you say you say games have been thin on the ground. Mm-hmm. Are we talking a thin wedge of a doorstop, or are we talking one singular piece of wafer thin ham? <laughs> <laughs> which is which is practically transparent when held up to a light source. Probably transparent when held up to a light source. <laughs> Well, is that all you've played? What else have you been? What else have you been um, dug your little fingers I, into? I've had a couple more hours on Forza Motorsport. Um, still enjoying it. But I'm, I'm getting to that real grindy stage now, whereas you, you need to just get. It was before I had so many races to to choose. I was dipping in and out of different races, getting the gold trophies, moving on. Now I'm there's so few with the levels that I need. I'm just um, sort of grinding a bit to get the money to get the car to go on a certain race. So I sort of slowed up. But I'm supposed to, I'm mid mid twenties level. Um, I need to have a good uh, couple of days on it, really, so I can really hit into it and get up the levels. Um, other than that, as people have probably seen on Discord, I've been sort of sorting out all my cartridges in the game shed and my um, handheld stuff, Game Boys and bits and pieces. You saw uh, Waterworld, George, as you were quite impressed. Did, yeah, you gave everyone on the on the Discord <laughs> a sneak peek of what Waterworld looks like at forty two inches. Kevin Costner never looked so blocky. Um, no. What yeah. games? There's a question for the Discord. What games has Kevin Costner been in? We've got Waterworld, 
right? What else? Oh. He must have been. They must have made a game. Oh, um, the Untouchables. Oh, yeah, Untouchables. Yes. Absolutely yes. bang on. Pause it there, Bobby. Let's not ruin it for it. I know you're the walking gaming encyclopedia, but just just give everyone a chance. He's only been in <laughs> no, two I games just, now. I was just thinking about movies he made out with a game. Mm. <laughs> Nothing has really game e that he does. Okay. Now that we've awoken the walking game machine. It's probably only right and proper we ask the mighty Bobby. Bobby, what have you been playing this week? Well, not too mighty this week. Uh, work's been really uh, crazy, getting home late. So I just played a few FIFA games. Um, my cousin, FIFA? yeah, my cousin got it. So I started playing him and uh, he absolutely embarrassed me. He could score like 12 goals. Oof. It just didn't seem like... Nothing was working. I don't know what he was doing. Balls were going everywhere. I did send you a video of a goal, Bobby. Yeah, I saw it. Plays were going. That was amazing. <laughs> you know what your cousin's done, don't you? Because he's a big fan of this show. He's bricked his goal up. He just, <laughs> listen. He's found that setting. I don't even think I got a shot off. So I have to practice online, clearly. Um, a little bit more of the career mode. Nothing too much there. That's really it. I don't, I don't even have to think I had time for anything else. Wait, so Gotham Knights just came in, passed you by, you let it go. So Gotham Knights is didn't come in on time, and I contacted uh, Amazon. They apologized. It was a, 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 where, a warehouse issue, delivery, or something like that, they said. So they gave me a $50 uh, voucher. I'm going to send the game, or yeah, but I'm going to get it on the 31st. So that's fine. I still have it. My brother bought it, so he's playing it. He actually thinks it's pretty uh, good. Right. Mm. Okay. I've been in two minds. I was, and then I wasn't, then I was, then I wasn't, and in the end, I thought, you know what? No. So tell you what, I've been playing this week. Grand Turismo Six on the PS3. Yes, the siren song beckoned me in. What is that sleek black and chrome box in the corner? Hello, darling, my old friend. <laughs> that looks good on PS3, don't mm-hmm. it? Pleased to meet that you looks amazing on PS3. It's it still, it still holds up. The visuals of the cars yeah. are pretty solid. The tracks, you can go out on a limb here and say, if you really want to pour scrutiny onto them, you, you could do, mm-hmm. and it would be <laughs> it would be fair. Mm. Um, but for the most part, you know what? The game's fun. It's playable. It's just the same game that I've always known to love. The cars react well. Uh, mm. Graphically, again, for PS3. I know from personal experience, that game specifically can kill a PS3 in a heartbeat. So a little bit risque of me to play it on there, but no, I don't care. Uh, what else have we played? Axiom Verge on the PlayStation V. Nice. It's good. I told nice. you. Mm. Do you know what? I Very good. never really thought about it, and then yeah. for whatever reason, I saw it. I think it's. I think on P, if you get it on PS4, you get it cross by on Vita as well. So I downloaded mm-hmm. it on there. Um, yes, yeah, at the moment it's I'm also a great Vita game. The way it's designed, mm. a great what Vita game too. It's because the way it's designed. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It the individual well. screens, the the whole eight bit sort of Metroid aesthetic mm-hmm. is they, really. They nice. even released that on um, Wii U as well, didn't they? They've done a version on the Wii U. Wow. Mm. Yeah. If you've got things to play on your Wii U, 
That's the expensive one, though. That's hard to get. That's quite expensive. But yeah, he did release it on there. Oh, interesting. I love the eight-bit intro to it as well. With the mm-hmm. you know the animated yeah. style from that era felt a very sort of another world flashbacky. Obviously, then it kind of it mm. then goes to a more what Tom would eloquently describe as CFAX graphics section uh, <laughs> when you're actually playing the main game. That sort of eight-color NES aesthetic, which is <clears throat> interesting, mm. but the music's got me in the little story, the whole sort of souls like reborn, you know, mm-hmm. mechanic of it. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Um, playing a little bit more Detroit become human, which just continue. Oh, just continues to progress. Mm. I'm really thinking about planet again now. Move after move. Oh, it's brilliant. Turn after turn. It's left me thinking, I said this last week. Flawless. Absolutely no way anybody could have done any. To, to, to comes in all the different routes. Yeah. You could have gone like, oh, I probably well, And I think it's up. one of them games as well. When you, you don't feel like you're playing what they want you to play, you feel like you're guiding where the game is going. Yeah. So when when something happens, whether it's good or bad, you're thinking, "Oh, I've done that." Well, as an example, as the woman uh, with the kid Alice, Cara and mm. Alice, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you had an option to try sleeping in a hotel or a motel. Had options to do this, that, and the other. I crawled through, you know, keeping it real. I crawled through the fence and attempted to sleep in the car. And was like, as soon as I got near the car, I was like, "No, that's no, not working for me." Turn around, there's a deserted house. I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Let's go in here, crawl through the fence. As it caught her arm, I was like, oh, no, that's going to leave a trail for me to get found. But there's no other way around it. It is what it is. Bump into this rather strange uh, android, a little bit off his face, one would imagine. Uh, Half of his face caved in, ex-gardener type, wants to feed Alice a raccoon. Uh, she knew it wasn't. She's not keen on raccoon. I don't think she's vegan or vegetarian. It's just this sort of blood soaked yeah. animal cooked on a bed taste fire. A <laughs> uh, little girl eat food. It's like, okay, calm down there, Trevor. You know, we're not that into raccoon around here. It's like, oh, well, let's sit down like a family anyway. Talk my way out of that. No issues. Uh, then got in a chase with the, the main police android dude, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, Dave. Uh, and then Dave. what I like about this and particularly without giving too much away some not heavy rain is the moment of like oh my god there's that policeman guy when you look out the window boom then you're the policeman guy and it's like I know exactly where they are but it's really uncomfortable for me because you go in and the android that's been kind of feeding you raccoon amongst other things is stood there and his sort of stress level goes up like hot and yeah. cold game as you get nearer to where they are. And I walked up to the box in the corner and it was on like 90. And I was like, oh, they're there, but I don't want to find them. Poor Carl, <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> then there's another scene once you've escaped that where you end up in this psycho's house who wants to deactivate you. And he kind of like that kid next door in Toy Story, like puts heads on legs and arms on feet. And then, yeah. And uh, it's these sort of weird Android mutant things. Um, so thoroughly enjoying that before I completely ruin the story for everyone, although it sounds like my experience won't be replicated by anyone anytime soon. Um, put all that in the bin. I don't know what possessed me, but it's been something that's been burning away in the back of my mind for a while. I thought, I know, I'm going to install and play Far Cry Primal. Mm. Have you boys ever perused the game? No, never played a Far Cry game. 
Barber Boy? It. I played you it, play- yeah. What did you... Th- how, did you play it at launch? Um, maybe like a week or so after. Yeah. Okay, so... She looks a little tired as an early PS4 game. Uh, but there's times at night when you're walking through the sort of moon-dappled forest where I'm thinking to myself, still holds up. But then there's times where you look at the floor and it's like... Uh, that that mm. yeah, it, it, it was um, stuff, yeah. Good. yeah, it's a bit tired. I think, I think they reused the map to four or something like that. Uh, so it's the same uh, exact okay. map, but set like prehistoric. So it's the first Far Cry game I've played since Far Cry Two, probably. Um, Do you like it? I am enjoying it. It does have those sort of Ubisoft roots in it, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It kind of gives it away a little bit. It's interesting a little bit. So it's like, oh, hang on a minute. I'm doing this. This is this. Although this is dressed up as X, it feels very much like video game convention level A, and I'm now going through it. But there's some interesting mechanics, like you call the owl in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you go meet the shaman and bring him back to the village. Because one thing I do like about it is you're building up this village, this community as you go. So you rescue people, they appear back at your base, you help bring a warrior back, uh, a shaman back, and they sort of fortify the village a little bit, and you've got mm, these caves yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's not Ancestors Humankind Origin, a game that I still have downloaded but have yet to play. But I feel like it's the sequel to that. Mm. Yeah. A sequel to the game I've never played, but wax lyrical about for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Far Cry Primal. Uh, I might give it another turn today just to be respectful to it. I don't know if it's going to be a long term stare on the hard drive. I'm certainly, calm down, Bobby. I won't be going for the platinum, I tell you that now. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get 20% of the trophies and just leave it as a decaying mess in my trophy <laughs> I don't mind. 10,000 years from now, someone's going to pick through my hard drive like the layers of a lasagna and they're going to find the dirty secret that is Far Cry Primal. Like, no. George, why didn't you finish this? It's great. Because it's below average and the, the graphics and the gameplay at times are subpar. I find that the melee weapon just causes me to run up to potential targets, stare at the ground, hammer R2 as if my life depended on it, and then watch just, <sighs> some guys need four wax, some guys only need two. Yeah. To be fair, I, I really group, don't like... That sounds like a little person. bit of an admission from my personal time. <laughs> I'm more of a four whack kind of guy, but, you know, I'm going <laughs> to drop down at someone's flaming club. Please don't hurt me. I'm a two whack, two whack all day. <laughs> two whack, baby. Yeah, two whacks. I'm down. That's all you need. Two waxes, as in sort of with melted wax, or are you a, like a, a whack club over there? I think oh, no. you've lost the meaning of what whack means yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Hit. We'll say hit. 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 Mm. Hit. Mm. I, I went in being all macho saying I could take four hits from a flaming Neanderthal <laughs> club. <laughs> Something tells me, no, I'd take one whack uh, and mm. I'm, I'm spent. Okay, with that, <laughs> anybody have anything else they want to leave at the table before we leap into the swimming pool that is the news? No, I think we, right, yeah. we'd probably best jump to the news after that. Okay, <laughs> in that case, let's hit the news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and plop, just like Duncan Goodhue, we arrive in the swimming pool that is the news to scour the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, uh, as Tom taught me, I shall go first. Uh, get that sofa <laughs> ready to hide behind. Striking distance studios, supremely promising survival horror, the Callisto Protocol, has got gold ahead of its release on the 2nd of December 2022. That's this year. For those that are listening retrospectively, it happened a while ago and it was okay. For those of you not to speed with industry lingo, the phrase gold refers to the phase at which the game's code is finalised and submitted to platform holders for publication and manufacturing. Of course, work will likely continue through until launch on a day one patch. Nevertheless, ultimately, this means there'll be no delays and you can look forward to playing the game in a few short weeks. It'll certainly round out an exciting end to the year with high, highly anticipated titles like God of War, Ragnarok and Marvel's Midnight Sun still around the corner. The summer may have been a bit slow for next-gen releases, but this year is ending with a bang. Kalisa Protocol, obviously, um, we've all played the original Dead Space, which I mm-hmm. believe is the game that inspires Kalisa Protocol most of all. Mm-hmm. I think it's a developer, one of the developers, isn't it? From I think it is, yeah. yeah. They, mm. So they, he went off, he's doing police protocol because I would make it dead space, fair play to him, and now they've seen all the hype behind this and they're going, EA, classic EA, let's remake dead space, what? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so which is the game that's got you revved up the most? Dead Space Remake, Stroke Remastered, Stroke whatever they're going to do with it, which I only played, what, a year ago, Bobby, and I absolutely loved. First time I'd ever played it. Thought yeah. it aged well. Thought a little scare at the end. Was like, oh, it's any time mm-hmm. it got me. Annoyed because I picked up one I picked up one other gun than the pistol and fired it into a wall just to see what it was like and then finished the game with the pistol only to find that 30-second dalliance with the other gun took away the pistol finish trophy from me. At that point, I was like, I do not oh, know yeah, that sucks. how you guys oh, yeah. chase these achievers like this. Literally locks you into playing the game with only the pistol. There was this cool spinning blade. I had to see what it would do to a wall. Typical game fashion. It just left this weird texture on the wall that looked like <laughs> it'd been cut a little bit and nothing else. Okay? Yeah, All man. that, for that, for nothing. Never mind my own personal issues with the game. I loved it. Let's rephrase that question one more time. Starting with Bobby. Bobby, Kaliso Protocol, yay or nay? Dead Space Remake, yay or nay? Dead Space Original, yay or nay? I'd yay to all three. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward more to the Kaliso Protocol. Mm. It just seems to have the right hype behind it. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, the way what I've seen from footage and, and other bits and bobs, it looks to carry that spirit within it. Exactly. Uh, be it the director, developer that's decided, I'm going to make this protocol. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I'm excited. I I personally, Dead Space Remake, probably nay. Um, but then again, I, I lap up a remake like a cat laps up top cream. Yeah. So yeah, Me too. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so hype for all of them then. Uh, RGT. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep um, it. <clears throat> I've got a bit of confession to make with this. I've never played Dead Space. Oh, your homework. Chance. I, I have know you've got it. I, well, yeah, I have. You know me. I have got them. <laughs> you've got the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Like, play the first one through. It's still yeah, really good. I actually yeah. think because of the time and the way the graphics have sort of aged off a little bit, it's probably not as scary as it maybe was when it first launched. I, when I played it, I was like, I could see how this could have been terrifying. Yeah. Now, 
not so from a visual point of view, but still with mm. the lighting and the the influx of enemies. Because sometimes, yeah, I think the bits that are kind of freakiest of all are the zero G moments where you're kind of floating around and they're there and like pow pow pow. It's great, great game. And I, I really like when you go into like a part where there's you're in the space. Yeah, and it's quiet. Yes, I just thought that was amazing. It, the whole game was seamless. Uh, so your homework, seeing as it's Halloween, uh, RGT. Yep, I've noted that, and I'm on it. So we're going to do the inevitable Halloween special. The Discord was alive with people. It was telling me episode. It's episode version four of the Halloween special. You know, literally kicked my digital Discord door down and brandished <laughs> me with a four. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, okay, next bit of news. We got a good job. I like tall women. Wow. Yeah. Uh, remember Resident Evil uh, Reverse, the multiplayer game that was supposed to launch alongside Resident Evil Village last year? Well, it's finally out uh, th- uh, next week on PS4, free to all owners of Village. And this launch trailer actually makes it look sort of okay. Uh, that's because the, sh- the cell-shaded art style has been dropped pretty much entirely and replaced with standard visuals. It's still an online title where the famous faces from Resident Evil Universe face off against each other. Though Leon S. Kennedy and Star's Hunter Nemesis shown off in the trailer, uh, post-launch support was also detailed, which seems at least three updates add more characters, costumes, and a battle pass. We saved the best for last year, you see. Uh, Early access starts this Sunday ahead of its full uh, launch on the 20th of October, 2022. So if you have a chance to do some fragging this weekend, are you going to give it a go? Let us know. Then join the squad up. Uh, section in the discord mm. do you do you like tall women or like what tall women i do why not excellent do you like resident evil reverse i mean no i mean no not really it's not it's not it's not on my radar on my list so probably it's not it. your cup of tea yeah I, I don't for me it's just not for me Okay. I'm sure there's enough people that like Resident Evil and there's enough people that like online asymmetrical shooters that this is actually probably going to do go down quite well. Uh, yeah, a lot mm, of horror games are... Mm, there's a lot of asymmetrical horror games right now. Like a hoedown in Dead And there's a lot more coming out. Mm. Let me tell you something. That I know of coming out? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yep. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. And you have Evil Dead, and I believe they're making a Halloween game. Wow! All Ooh, asymmetrical. Add to that Friday the Thirteenth. Add to that Dead by Daylight, and yeah. we've already got a whole smorgasbord of this. There's a whole game. little horror genre within a genre of this. Mm. So, even I mean, obviously, it's game, enough, didn't they? Ghostbusters or oh yeah, Predators. Yeah, seem to be bringing back the sort of retro busters. films, aren't they? Turn them yeah. into games now. All the retro stuff. Oh yeah, it's just. It's, I mean, it's good if you're a horror fan. It's great. All the '80s movies and classics that are happening. Mm. Resident Evil for your fan. That's great. You can have something else to play. So I mean, mm. it's there's obviously uh, people playing it. So it, sh- it should be okay. I mean, when does Resident Evil really not do that good? Yeah, yeah. It, it always does well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, RGT, are you hyped for that, or are you just going to let it pass you by like a twig in the stream? Uh, there will be a twig in the stream for me. I haven't played the last two Resident Evils. I sort of 
fell off from the. I love the classics, but haven't really got into the later ones. When we say classics, where does your Resident Evil? What's your bike point? Where do you get off the train? Did you get to three, four, three. five? Three, three is where one, two, and three are the ones for me. PS One Warrior. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I have played the others, um, five and six, and then where they really went off on a different tangent, and they were good fun, but I weren't Resident Evil games. What about Code Veronica? Um, I've dabbled. <laughs> I played that on Dreamcast originally. I know it got released mm. on PS2, and, and probably I think it was part of the PS4, PS2 hits classic collection and made its way onto mm. either the streaming service or maybe just a general release, maybe both. Um, that's a game that they've left behind. And I think it's mm. quite strange because it's not that big a game, really, mm. in, the, in terms of Resi Evils. Mm. Why not just quickly throw it together using the Resident Evil 2 engine? Bish, bosh, bash. It's that yeah, simple. The engine, the I don't there, make right? games for a living. Boof. Hence why I'm a mm. podcaster, you know, <laughs> full of mm. opinions, actual, no factual stuff to back it up. That's what you do. You can't sing, can't dance, can't make video games. Mm. You make a podcast about video games <laughs> with singing and dancing, but good job. It's an audio show. They very rarely hear me singing and they never have seen me dancing. That's a shame. So, Code Veronica remake. Mm. Should we start a petition? We'll love it. Yeah. Because they've done a code, this show code Veronica X as well, didn't they? There was a bit of difference, weren't there, between Code Veronica X and Code Veronica? Was, was Code it, Veronica was... X the one that was on PS2? Mm, or was it the GameCube one? Could have been. I think it launched early on GameCube. Is that right? I love how the GameCube became like the home of Resi at one point because you got like Zero and then you got the remake of One. Then I think they released Two and Three, just vanilla versions of the PS1 Mm. games, or maybe I think it was the Dreamcast versions. I can't quite remember now. Then obviously they got Four as part of that that wave of games that Capcom were bringing. Was it Capcom Seven or whatever it was called? Yeah, that's it. Great stuff. Uh, and then obviously we moved to the gen after, which is 360 and PS3, and we saw Resident Evil 5 and 6. Mm. And then we had to wait what felt like an eternity for, for 7 to appear. Mm. Uh, okay, well, talking of hacking and slashing with blunt instruments, it's time for your bit of news. Let's get medieval. When Medieval Dynasty arrived as part of October 2022's Xbox Game Pass lineup, it sadly left some players disappointed with its 30 frames per second performance, along with a few other issues. But the game's latest update has made some major improvements in this area, adding a brand new performance option with the ability to achieve 60 frames per second. As part of Medieval Dynasty patch 1.4, 1.4, and probably quite a few more 1.4s, the new performance mode runs at 1440p uh, dynamic resolution, 60 frames per second on Xbox Series X and 1080p, also dynamic res, uh, 60 frames per second on Xbox Series S. Here are the Xbox Series um, console-specific improvements added as part of the patch uh, performance mode settings in the graphics section of the settings uh, separate settings for pc games pass and xbox series uh, consoles games pass should be helping with launch issues uh, fixed restoring default control settings result in sprint and crouch set to hold instead of toggle and fixed first um, uh, frames per second drop when walking with a torch 
Um, other new improvements in uh, Medieval Dynasty patch 1.4, 1.4, 1.4, 1.4 include some upgrades to how you can place fences and roads, the ability to get knocked down while hitting some something in midair, and a wide range of fixes and updates. As for the concerns regarding the small tech size in Medieval Dynasty, the development team has confirmed the issues is being looked into, although they can't promise anything just yet. Fingers crossed for a fix relatively soon. Now, that game looks to me exciting and a great deal that people get it as part of Games Pass. Um, mm. These updates give it a little bit of stability. I think it's one of those games that's going to gather a groundswell of support as it goes along, Yeah, especially yeah. with it being on Games Pass. A little bit like um, Grounded. Mm. Started off high, went down to a little burble, and then it got its full release and, and people have got on board with it. Nice. Yes, yeah, definitely. I see this going through a similar thing. One thing that makes me laugh is I remember all the way back on the 360 when Dead Rising launched. Now, that game was obviously developed with HD TVs in mind at the time. And obviously, people were still playing it on a CRT. Couldn't read the script, couldn't read the, the words oh, yeah. on the screen yeah. because the resolution was too weak. And it seems we've come all this way down this road. We've embraced all these new technologies and we've spat out the other side with not being able to read the text on the screen. (laughs) Now, that game was obviously developed with PC players in mind. You probably sit, here's where all PC players are. How dare you say that that's that we live in our mum's basements and we don't have girlfriends (laughs) and we know how to program C++ and six, six inches away from our wraparound monitors and therefore we can read the text. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off? The, <laughs> way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. But when you eliminate all the other possibilities, PC mm. gamer boys, only the truth is left. I don't know about the virgin bits. You are six <laughs> inches away from a very big screen. How far do you sit back from your screen? Like your TV? In the game room? Well, I don't know, like 12, 14 foot, maybe more. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm quite away from mine. I'm good, yeah, good 14, 15 feet. Oh, I'd my say. God. I think I'm like three or four feet away, bro. PC gamer. My, t- my TV's quite big, so I, I can only do that because my TV's quite big. So I'm lucky I've got a big TV. If I sit on my couch and play video games, I get my eyes hurt and I get nauseous. I need to sit up front like a kid. Oh, really? On your spinny chair. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's how you get in the zone. I think that mm. chair is probably slightly more of the gamer prowess than you care to admit, Bobby Boy. When I, when, when I sit down next time, like today, I would take a, a measuring tape and just measure. Where I'm sitting <laughs> and see how it is. I'm very close. I'm cl- I'm a lot closer in here in the game shed with the CRTs and stuff. I'm a lot closer. I'm only three, four feet away. 
But the consoles yeah. then were designed to be very close to the TV because mm. even the controller input cables are, yeah, yeah. what, 18 yeah. inches long, if that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the wire you get from the factory doesn't mean you can position as mm. a gamer, you know. And TVs were smaller then, weren't they? They were a lot smaller. I know, but let's so. say you're an, you're an adult gamer in 1988, okay? You mm. go into town, you think, you know what, I'm going to get the Genesis Mega Drive, fair play. Both going to get myself... I'm going to have to remortgage the house and sell my firstborn. I'm going to get myself a 42-inch <laughs> CRT, widescreen. Big, big, yeah. I don't uh, know if that existed in an 88, but work with me here. Going to hook it up to my surround sound system. Going to put the Mega Drive there under the TV on the display unit. Perfect. Going to sit down on the couch, turn it on. Wow, that looks great. Hang on a minute. I've got to crawl forward on my hands and knees until I'm about 18 <laughs> inches away from the TV on my belly look up with my neck cranked in what's known as the rising dragon yoga pose, sit here for possibly eight hours to see this game through. <laughs> well, I found, I found a little picture of little RGT the other day when I was 14, and I'm, I've got my Mega Drive and my Spectrum on my bedside table. I've got the CRT on the unit, but I've got the wires stretched across the room to the <laughs> unit, and That's then amazing. I've got the wires stretched to me on the bed just so I can actually lay on the bed and play on the team. Why didn't we see more? And I've got some, this is where Mike Rouse's ears pluck up. Like, what did he say? Like, yes, <laughs> I've got some boxed um, official Mega Drive cable extenders. I've yeah. also bought some aftermarket ones because I just think, I don't really want to yeah, use Yeah, so that. I just use the aftermarket ones. That's what I use. But why weren't they doing a roaring trade? I guess we just gamed differently. Maybe adult yeah. games didn't exist. Maybe it was dad sneaking into your room at like three in the morning. Like, no, oh, I remember Sonic, okay? my dad <laughs> sat real close to the TV too, man. Yeah, I'd never even heard of extenders back in the day. I didn't even, I didn't even know they existed back then. I don't think we wanted to game in the same way, did we? Like mm. my dad, he, I remember he wanted to. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't move his chair to the TV. He mm. moved the TV to the chair. Oh, that's the way to do it. He well, moved I mean, the yeah, yeah, yeah. As a grown-up, you can make that sort of executive decision. If Mum had come in and I'd rearranged the lounge, I would a little be bit in snared. so much trouble, bro. Oh, she'd yeah. have pulled my eyeballs out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd have never moved our CRT in our old living room, <laughs> old Ferguson. <laughs> I don't, and it collapsed on me. Mum would have just found me, the legs and arms sticking out of a TV on the floor. <laughs> I just want the witching Wizard of Oz, just little RGT boots yeah. sticking up. Yeah, I just want to play Manic Miner. <laughs> me and Bobby as flying monkeys swinging That's around the sea. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I think it's my next bit of news, I think, yeah. in the way this thing goes. I think we all take turns. Shoot James the work experience boy because he's put juts, but it's actually just, just hang on a minute, please, Noah. The delays just keep on coming for the complete revamp of Ark Survival Evolved. In a new update on the game's official website, Studio Wildcard announced the Ultimate Survivor Edition for Nintendo Switch would no longer be released next week on October 25th. Hence, it's deletion from the boot. The reasoning behind this is due to the unforeseen, unprecedented environment situation happening in the Pacific Northwest, meaning the scheduled target release is no longer possible. Ark Ultimate Survivor is now targeted a release in early November. You mm. boys familiar with Ark Survival, or is it another twig in the stream for you? I, never, I've seen it, but I never really like no. got into it. Or so, yeah. Controversial, mm. I know. Imagine grown-up Minecraft with dinosaurs. Mm. I did see someone playing it a couple of years ago on an Xbox, and it it looked 
quite, you know, I don't think it had been out that long, but it looked quite janky. It looked, you know, very glitchy sort of game. They've probably improved on that now because it's been out quite a while. But Massively sort of, so. Yeah, the, I remember watching it thinking, oh, I don't know. That looks... The, the big thing for me is, will we ever see this limp out on the Switch? Because <sighs> there's cloud games being hosted left, right and Chelsea because the Switch is maxed out. If you want to do mm. a Nintendo game in their art style, Switch has still got legs. If you want to do a next-gen, next-gen, next-gen game, and let's face it, the Switch launched in what, 2016? Yeah, 2017, mm. I think. 2017. They're due for a new one. Mm. Mm. There were rumours of a pro. They didn't do it. They just give us a new screen, which RGT's a fan of. He's mm-hmm. tried the screen. He likes mm-hmm. it. He gets to an Very official control podcast, Thumb of Justice. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. Stick that screen. way you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably on the box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not where you were thinking or all that. Uh, so... I don't know. I mean, what sort of a cut down, what's it going to be? Is it just going to be Minecraft with dinosaurs? Well, I mean, I don't know, because they've done um, No Man's Sky, haven't they? They've done that on Switch, and that's getting rave reviews at the moment, which quite surprised me they got that on there. So that might be Let me give you this scenario. You've been waiting months for a bigger boys game on the Nintendo Switch. Months. Okay? No Man's Mm -hmm. Sky comes out. Compared to everything else you're playing, Literally, it's like God's tears in a cartridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's going to get raved about. Yeah, Uh, yeah, true. Anyway, I finished my Jurassic Jurassic Park-like extinction wave of uh, Ark Survival Evolved on the Switch. What's next? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. We got It's Just a Voice, or is it? Uh, there was plenty of drama last weekend when the original voice of Bayonetta, Helena Taylor, uploaded a series of videos on social media accusing developer Platinum Games and Hideki Kaima of an insulting wage offer. Uh, this followed with a report by Bloomberg and separate anonymous sources claiming Taylor was originally offered more than previously mentioned. The new voice actor in Bayonetta 3, Jennifer Hale, even chimed in, explaining how she couldn't really say anything due to an NDA, but calling for peace on all sides. Now we finally got an official statement from Platinum Games via Twitter. In this brief message, the Japanese company thanks everyone who has contributed to the series over the years and gives its full support to the new Bayonetta VA uh, voice actor. It also thanks... uh, the fans and the wider games community to refrain from any comments that could potentially disrespect Hale or other contributors working on the project. And they quote, uh, we at Platinum Games offer our sincerest appreciation for everyone who has contributed to creating Bayonetta series over the years, as well as the community that has served as its foundation. We give our support, our full support to Jennifer Hale as new Bayonetta and align her with everything in her statement. We ask people to please refrain from any other comments that would disrespect Jennifer or any of the contributors uh, into the series. End quote. 
Okay, so question mm-hmm. from me. Bayonetta passed me by like a twig in a stream. Mm-hmm. Did it pass you guys by? Yes. Yeah. I've okay. recently bought it on the Wii U, so I will give it a go. Which one? Bayonetta 1 and 2? Both. It was like a double pack, wasn't it, at one point in mm. time? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this probably isn't going to mean anything to you, but let's rephrase it in a slightly bolder way. Changing voice actors in games. Obviously, we see the digital face, and if they haven't like scanned the actor into the game, that character looks the same in any game you could imagine, unless it's on the yeah. spectrum, in which case you have to squint a little bit and maybe look at the box and then look back at the yeah. screen and just pretend very hard. Mm. If the voice actor copies the original voice actor, is that acceptable or do they put a new spin on it? What's your thoughts on voice actors changing? I mean, <clears throat> if they're going with the same person over the years, I don't think it, it really matters. But why would you not hire that person again? Unless you're doing a much older version, much younger version, or mm. whatever. Yeah. Um, I also find it weird that sometimes they hire these uh, big bang Hollywood stars to do voice acting when you have plenty of voice actors who've trained for this their whole life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kind of takes away some money from them. <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, if, if you can't get the original person, why not? Unless you're going with a different, you know, style. From, from the Bloomberg group, Bloomberg. <laughs> right, I don't know what that is. That's a large, overweight Borg. Uh, <laughs> from the Bloomberg report, it seems to me like it's a it's a money thing. Well, of course. Well, from what I read before, they only pay. They only try to pay like fourteen thousand. Mm. Now I don't know how much voice acting goes for, or how long you're in the studio recording. That just seems a little cheap. It just it completely spiraled online out of control, mm-hmm. as most things do with video games. And yeah. you've always got the two people or a group of people that are involved, and then you've got hundred thousand experts that shape what mm-hmm. should be paid and what is happening. And let, let me let me throw my hat in the sink. Any mm-hmm. developers listening right now, I will do VA. I'll do sixty hours of like. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'll do that for five hundred quid. <laughs> Bayonetta 4, George is in. <laughs> Grunts of non-named <laughs> male protagonist. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm not voicing him, I'm just doing his grunts because it's below the actual actor. Okay, so <laughs> my take on that, probably should have paid her a bit more. Let's face it, Platinum Games. Yeah. They get a budget mm-hmm. for these games. If they'd allotted the budget up front, maybe they thought, you know, 14 grand for what's basically cutscene dialogue and the odd like, oh, isn't that nice? And uh, uh, uh. they probably thought 30 hours work, 14 grand seems like Pretty, enough money. Yeah. Well, yeah, it um, depends on, I guess, how many hours, yeah. Mm. But hey, you know, what do I know? Again, Listen, if someone told me a week's worth of mm. my regular job, for fourteen thousand, I'm taking it. Mm. Wouldn't you just? If it's a week's worth, sure, why not? If it's more, well, we'll go yeah, I, th- I think it is a lot more because they have to, perfect, you know, have to keep re-recording, and that won't quite mm. right. Do this again. I think there's quite more hours in it, but the problem is because it does spiral. It's hard to know actually what the truth is. What was she offered? She said one. Platinum said another. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there's cancel culture and everyone getting online and it's just oh yeah it's amazing cancel and then people were boycotting the game and then they weren't and then they were boycotting her and you're just like oh just 
chill out if you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. just, just calm down, you know, it just gets out of control. But I suppose, yeah, you know, if it's 15,000, is that what, what do voice actors earn? Yeah, yeah. You know, I would love to do an episode where we got find out. some voice actors on and walked through the process. We've all seen the making of on the documentaries that you unlock in games. Mm. Some sort of 15 minute excerpt of a guy in a booth screaming help with some headphones on and a mic in his face. But also in the more modern games, they're they're doing the proper catching now, aren't they? They're, they're literally act, filming it on site, covered in dots. Yeah, yeah they've little, got ping pong um, balls on their face everywhere. Oh yeah, look at Red Dead Redemption too. Mm. That 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 had to take hours and hours, hundreds yeah. of hours. I'm sure. Thinking about is, is that is some in footage depth of that where he's, he's literally saying his horse. Hey boy, but saying and don't forget you can get a female horse, so it's hey girl, and then uh-huh. he's got to go through the he's pain. He's like, hey boy, good old boy, good mm. boy, good boy, good boy, <laughs> good boy, morning boy. I have an Arthur Morgan in the room. <laughs> God damn boy, good girl. Uh, you know, Rockstar mm. hit me up, you know, Red Dead 3. Come on, girl. I'll be the horse. <laughs> uh, I'll even be the noise you make when you stub your toe on the water butt. Like, boof. I'll do that. You know, I don't care. <laughs> Just to get your name in the credits. I will do anything. Yeah. Toe stub noise. Toe stub noise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the limit of my acting. And I would actually method act. I would stub my toe and then let them record the, the on oncoming chaos I would let that happen <laughs> uh, okay solid points raised well done um, next bit of news give it your give it your all Kawawanga dude <laughs> for many of us this summer's gaming was defined by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge a title so enjoyable that we dubbed it the best Turtles beat em up ever made in our glowing review as Focus Entertainment has just released its financial report for the last quarter, thanks, go Nintendo, we are interested in to see to see what the Turtles managed to bring in for the company, and it looks like they did well. According to the report roundup in Game Developer, Focus Entertainment took time to praise um, .mu? .mu, I believe it's called. .mu, okay. Um one of its subsidiary branches and the publishers on Shredder's Revenge for its good performance and the game, announcing that the Turtles helped contribute to a quarterly revenue of 22.9 million. Oh, that's a good one. Roughly 22 million dollars for the publisher in the second quarter. Uh, we reported back in July that Shredder's Revenge had, had sold over one million copies within its first month of release. While these numbers are great to see, the report was not quite so positive on the state of Focus Entertainment as a whole. The company reported a 38% drop in revenue from last year's takings, matching the steady decline that we have seen across the video game industry throughout 2022. However, according to Focus Entertainment, this does not come as too much of a surprise. The second quarter has not seen any major releases for the company and its Q2 predictions, therefore, do not differ too much from its overall takings. Uh, Be that this is... Be this... Be that as it may, I'll put the teeth in. It's good to see that Shredder's Revenge put in a strong performance. If there was ever reason to follow up, uh, it it is this hint, hint. Mm. Mm. Quite rightly, I think 
propping up the cash pile, uh, and deservedly so. I think we all enjoyed, and we've made that quite clear, that we've loved every single centimetre of Shredder's Revenge. I mm-hmm. loved it. I know Bobby loved it. RGTM mm-hmm. going on a limb here and saying that you loved it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Great game. Well put together. Uh, you know, graphically appealing. Where can they take it next? Don't do a cheap cash in and just reuse the engine. I would like to see maybe a little bit more. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Who knows? Mm, um, it's a tough one. Yeah. Without just doing another cash in on the engine that they've already created, I'm not sure where they can go with it. But nice to see it's propping that up. Focus Entertainment. Um, don't they make Farming Simulator? Don't they make that Mudrunner game focus? Or am I getting lost? No, it's if it's the same focus, yeah. Did they do SnowRunner as well? I knew you'd pipe in with that. Perfect. <laughs> so that's a mixed bag for them, isn't it? Yeah, we'll do all these sims and then we'll do turtles on the top. I mean, what mm. are you thinking? But you know, mm. whatever. Nice to see it's it's performed well financially. Hopefully that means they'll take a a risk on other similar games. And yeah, excited to see maybe a sequel, maybe not. Mm. Um finally. To all those at the start of the show, like, why is he calling this like Silent Hill type name? Well, finally emerges from the fog. Silent Hill 2 Remake is official and Bloober Team is the developer leading production. It's console exclusive for 12 months, launching on PS5 and PC. The announcement trailer features many clips of protagonist James Sunderland, the famous enemy Pyramid Head. No release date has been shared. Mashira Ito and Akira Yamoko are helping Blooper Team with development, which is aiming to modernize the gameplay and introduce an over-the-shoulder camera, replacing the more zoomed-out look of the PS2 Classic. Creative director of The Medium, Matasuts Lenart, is the lead director of the Silent Hill 2 remake. A selection of official screenshots can be seen uh, and have been shared alongside the Hill Silent Hill remake 2. Konami has also revealed Silent Hill Townfall, Silent Hill F, Silent Hill Ascension. Um, on details on the PlayStation blog, it's uh, emerged that explain the camera angle is designed to immerse players even deeper into the game, make them feel like they're part of this unreal world and deliver them a more visceral experience across the board. The combat system is also rebuilt and certain pieces will be changed. Unreal 5 engine, so get ready for a pretty mm-hmm. looking game, is mm. being used to remake the game. 21 years have passed since the release of Silent Hill 2 for the PlayStation 2 and the big leap in technology shows us to be even closer, at least in some aspects, to how Team Silent would have desired their game to be back in 2001. Thanks to state-of-the-art motion capture sessions, we can deliver the best facial expressions in the series history and show a wide range of emotions even before a character speaks a single word. Well, here, here, because that always adds to the mm. believability of the game. Um, I've noticed that with I noticed that with um, Last of Us One and Two. The actual yeah. facial expression sold yeah. the whole scenario mm-hmm. way more. So if they can lean into that, great. Mm. My question out of all of this is, do we need another remake or fair play to these guys for jumping on the bandwagon because it's paid off for Resi? Yes. Yeah. Um, I th- why are they remaking two? Why not one? Exactly, yeah. That's kind if of it's a whole new audience, if they're trying to get a whole new audience of gamers... You'd start with one. I mean, that's what I'd thought. And then if that was successful, then make two. It seems yeah. a strange place to jump into because I'd imagine a lot of the gamers wouldn't be that far up on the screen. Maybe Silent Hill 2 being released on the PlayStation 2, which, yes, is an aged console, but probably bears more hallmark, 
Yeah. Games on the PlayStation 1 are very niche. They need to have an awful lot of work to make them stand up yeah, today okay. as a game. Yeah. Let's take Resident Evil 2 Remake. If they'd mm-hmm. re-released the first one like they did on Cube today with modern graphics, it would have got executed at dawn. Mm. Regardless. And they changed yeah. the whole way you played it. Yeah. To do that was maybe a bit too much of an ask. Maybe they only had a small, maybe they've got lesser money, so they have maybe taken a risk in their mind. To take a PlayStation 2 game and modernize it and stick it out. Probably yeah, that's not what you mean, yeah. that much of a stretch, is it? Because the PlayStation 2 had the building blocks. It had the 3D mm. world, it had the draw distances, it had the characters, it had the dialogue recorded mm. probably already in the bag. I don't know if it's going to remake that or not, but it probably lends itself more. Maybe that's all they can stretch to right now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But from what I've seen of it, it does look very, very good. It graphically, mm. looks stunning graphically. Let's see what Bobby has to say. Coming in with a great big pyramid in on his head and dragging what looks like an overly <laughs> large cleaver. That's what she said. Uh, oh, Bobby, what's your thoughts on Silent Hill? I'm super hyped for this. So I'm, I'm happy that it's happening. I'm just confused as well. Why not do one? You know, Blue Routine, they have, you know, like I said, I don't know how to do remakes, but I'm saying if you're going to start all new, you should start with the first one. Maybe you could add stuff that they wanted to add they couldn't add. It would have um, made more sense, wouldn't it? I know maybe, maybe they'll do it as releasing two. If it's successful, they'll do a prequel. Yeah, which is, which might, is possible, yeah. They might do it that way. And, I and see then, one uh, being more of an Alan Wake-style um, scenario as well. You know, the small town, mm, the sort mm, of almost Twin Peaks vibe oh, to yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And mm. I know it. the first one was really well done because because of the graphics, they couldn't, you know, in the storage, they couldn't do everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. So the fog actually helped the game. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It hid a lot of things around it. Stop that popping, run it. Yeah. So this would have been, you know, really cool. But listen, I'm just happy that it's, it's happening because I've been mm-hmm. wanting a Silent Hill game forever. And now here it is. And I don't well, know what Town Hill, Townfall or F or Ascension is, but uh, let's bring them out. Okay. I'm so pumped. Well, let's let the fog envelop us again. As I say to you, we didn't, do you know what? Out of all that nonsense we spoke a week ago, we didn't make one boo-boo. No. Uh, so no community corrections. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to do it in perfect. <laughs> so my question to you, Bobby, is if we miss something or they want to get in contact with us, how would they do it? They could reach out to us on our Twitter or Instagram at the Unofficial Controller Podcast, or they can send us questions via email at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. And if they would like, they can hit the link and join the Discord. RGT, what are you going to do to the show's pet hamster if we don't get three new people join the Discord this week? I'm not going to say on air that it's not going to be good. So join. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, on that note, we better speak to the show's uh, <laughs> hamster deliverer. I think he's waiting at the bottom of the gate. Gnashing at the gate like some sort of starving animal. Here he comes, tearing up, pebbles everywhere. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot, what's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battle Friend this week. These are the new release highlights for the week, 20, October 23rd to October 30th, 2022. Listeners, these are out on digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be 
don't forget this because it's the only thing that gets me out, out of trouble with the Ray. Could be mm-hmm. region dependent. Spings. Let's go for it. I've made a new word up. Spings stop. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think it matters at this point. Uh, on that note, before we get Ray, I know I've picked this moment. Just wait. We had a visitor to Farmerton Towers the other week, Ponsonbury Manor. People uh-huh. over pop round. And it was, it was a it was a very Stingray like experience. He popped his boot, a couple of GameCube games. Really? In yeah, and then I dipped into his boot as well. Oh, is he Stingray? Oh, I don't know anymore. I mean. Myth, legend. Does he look like Bobaloba? He stood the real deal. Stood in front of us now. Does he look like Bobaloba to you? No, no. I still at mullet. Question though: Did Bobaloba mm. actually visit me, or did I just envisage the ray differently for a Thursday afternoon oh, drop off? Might have been. That's not kind of impossible. Have we ever mm. seen Ray and Bobaloba in the same room? No, no. How do you see Bobolo? Because I see Bobolo. Was that? I don't even know if they were words. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> Bobolo. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I see Bobolo in this way, but I wonder if you see him the same way. I don't think Ray's got the patience for this, so I'm going to duck underneath his swinging fist and grab this Mount and Blade Two Banner Lord. It's coming out on the PC. It's not even coming out on the PC. It's probably already out on the PC, <laughs> right? But on, on October 25th, it's going to come out on the PS5, the Xbox series of consoles, the PS4, and love it or hate it, coming up the rear, the Xbox One, October 25th. The horn sounds. Sounds like Ray. The horn sound. <laughs> the ravens gather. An empire is torn by civil war beyond its borders. New kingdoms rise. Gird on your sword. Don your armor. Summon your followers and ride forth to win glory on the battlefields of Calradia. Establish your hegemony and create a new world out of the ashes of the old. This is the first person game. Horse riding slashy slash game. Stabby, stabby, slashy slash. Looks cool, to be honest. It's a bit, no, it's a bit like a Verona with a bit more historic accuracy. Yeah, but the first person melee combat. It's just strange. It's like pool noodles. I'm not a fan. It's a little bit how I describe <laughs> Far Cry Primal. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. Like but it. you play Skyrim. You wax. You wax. I played Skyrim in third person. You didn't play it in third person. You so played it. You did. Okay. Well, that explains everything. Can you do it in Mana and Blade too? Maybe. I don't know. Either which way, I'll be your banner lord. Uh, <laughs> he's taking. I think Bobby should go next because I do believe the third game. If this isn't your mummy mummy. Uh, oh, you what you're doing. You little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> we got coming up, we got Arachnoid Eternal Battle for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Everything but Stadia. Discover or we or rediscover <laughs> the uh Emblemic block-breaking game in a fully modernized version. Classic elements from the franchise will definitely make a comeback with a brand new look, new rules, as well as new effects, bonus, and features. This could have been a mobile phone game. 
Mm. But go ahead. I like the, I like the classic Ark Noise. Good game. Do you know while while you two were talking, I actually we had a little browse of the Discord and a fact thrown up by Roast Space Monkeys. GTA Three when it released was mm-hmm. the same distance from Pac-Man in time as we are from GTA Three right now. No way! Wow, Roast Space Monk doogie with the facts so arkanoid is an old game that no mm-hmm. one's that bothered about being remade mm. you said arkanoid listen yeah. you say tomato i say tomato Pal, i pronounced okay. it arachnoid because clearly third grade was rough over here in america i i see the same word that you said in the word and gathered in front of me i also see the word i said whatever it was in front of me now I don't know anymore. It's confusing. <laughs> it's the Ray. He brings this mist of confusion. <laughs> That's why we, we always take a, an old DVD when we could take the latest Netflix. I don't know what's going on. This has to be your mummy mummy. It's releasing on your console of choice. Tell us, pray tell, Stud. What is it? Brewmaster. PS5, Xbox Series of Consoles, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, October 27th. Brew your perfect beer. Yeah, this is me. In this relaxing home brewing sim, use a realistic chemistry simulation to brew hoppy IPAs. Oh, my God. To creamy creamy states. Seriously. Customise your brewing space, create recipes, and label your beer. Unlock new equipment and enter competitions, learn to brew, refine your craft, and become a brewmaster. Bang, that's me, mummy, mummy, done. I'm in. One done, yeah. in, out. Yeah. He's got next week. <laughs> right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> He's done a David Perry on me. Uh, <laughs> leave you hanging. <laughs> Goes to the pub with Tom. See you in a bit. Uh, Gunfire Reborn Xbox Series X October 27th Gunfire Reborn is a level based adventure game featuring FPS roguelite and RPG get all the abbreviations in there rocket propelled rocket propelled grenade and frames per second roguelite Uh, players can control heroes with various abilities to experience diverse build gameplay use various weapons to explore procedurally generated levels you can play the game co-op online alone or four-player co-op. I mean, whatever mm. really takes your fancy. This, mm. I think, what's coming up next uh, is my mummy, mummy. All right, but Forward. I want you. No, I want you to read it out. No, because mine's below you. Right. Okay. Here's my mummy switching it up, boys. You said we're stickless for tradition. You know, it's not as though we have to have the Ray here in the news at the beginning, what you being, you know, we'll we, we, yeah. we, we, we'll, we'll mess flip the script it. up. We don't care. We'll flip it. Yeah. Mm. On its head. Horse Club Adventures 2, Hazelwood Stories, PC, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Switch, October 27th. Saddled up and ride away. Ride together with the girls from Horse Club and discover a wonderful world of adventure. In Horse Club Adventures 2, Hazelwood Stories, you can plunge once again into a colourful world around Lakeside and experience adventures on horseback. What, what? (laughs) Firing out the stables. Look out, Ray. We've got the whole hunt coming through. Uh, Bobby. I wasn't aware there was the first one. (laughs) No. Listen. Okay. Platinumed it. Game of the year. I've got Barbie's horse adventures. Does that count? Is that similar? That was good, actually. I did enjoy that. Rare game. 
rare game. And it yes. is. Who would have bought that? Yes. Imagine the demographic of Xbox owners. Mm. Then flip that inverse on its head and say, of those owning that Xbox, mm. who would buy Barbie's Horse Adventures? And yeah. more importantly, why? Very macho console. I imagine that sold at least two copies, one of which you own. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, tell us about your mumsy mumsy. It's a paper cut mansion for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. October wow. 27th. Uh, in this papercraft rogue light, George's favorite, explore a mysterious mansion Hang floor. <laughs> right. Floor. We've got another rogue light. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Uh, solve puzzles, battle enemies, and complete quests as you unlock new abilities to aid you on each run as you solve the mystery behind Paper Cut Mansion. Joe, Basically, until... carry on. The, the trailer. I love the trailer. I like the art style. The, it's it a bit looks... like a sort of a Heidi sort of thing, is it, Bobby? It, yeah, it looks like that. Uh, well, <clears throat> it looks like the gameplay is like that, but it looks like Paper Mario, just scarier. Oh, okay. Has like everything looks like paper, which is really good. Looks interesting. If you were a gentleman of taste, you'd have picked Papercut Mansion, not Brewmaster or Horse Club Adventures 2, Hazelwood Stories. Luckily, we've got Bobby on scene, just to keep our (laughs) gaming heads above water and our credentials (laughs) intact. Uh, Yes, I totally forgot until you prompted me there that I used used to turn to the Ray and say, we're going over roguelites. Amazing how (laughs) you can forget these little Mm -hmm. idiosyncrasies. This will be the best show I've ever done now. Uh, yeah, I believe it is. What you got? The Pinball Wizard, PC and Switch, October 27th. In this pinball dungeon crawler, your goal is to dash, hurl, and flick your way to the top of the tower castle. Level up skills, loot treasure, and fight monsters in this cosy single-player game. Explore and discover the key to each room, restore the power of the eye, and bring peace to the lands. Hmm? Something I'm looking for, restore the power of the eye. Um, <laughs> Saturnalia, PC, PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch also come into Amstrad CPC uh, on October 27th. <laughs> survival horror adventure as an ensemble cast explore an isolated village of ancient ritual. Its labyrinthine roads change each time you lose all your characters. Dress up how you want, boys. Ray, I think you <laughs> the road. Like it. <laughs> sounds like it. it yeah, very similar. <laughs> Up next, we got Star Ocean, the Divine Force for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, October 27th. Uh, Square Enix and Tri-Ace present the latest title in Star Ocean RPG series. Mm. Got off there, boys. I got off there. I never played any Star Oceans. I never even heard of it. And yeah, uh, they have been out a few years, haven't they? Star Oceans, but never got. I always remember. I have this sort of weird core memory of walking into game on the and and the PS2 Star Ocean was there, the one with the sort of flying ship on the box. Oh, was that, what was that? The Divine World or something? Was that called? Lost memory, maybe. I don't know anymore. Mm. Um, it's a long franchise, then. It's a long running franchise. It never seems to like break the meniscus of like. Mm. Mainstream acceptance, so there must Probably be a a small niche, niche people following it. Niche mm. following, yeah. I think I've got a mm. copy on the PSP. I think it started on PlayStation One originally, and it's seen. Yeah, I think I've got one on, on PS4. I think 
every console mm. yeah, up until today. And just to make things all okay, slap one on the P- PS5 and Xbox Series X as well. Nice work, boys. Mm. Right. Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor. Uh, Marta, PS5 and the Xbox Series of consoles. It's October 27th. Enter the chaos-infested Calgary sector. I presume. I've never played those games. I don't know if that's correct. And purge the unclean with the most powerful agents of the Imperium of Man. W40K Inquisitor Marta is a grim action RPG featuring multiple classes of the Inquisition. Inquisition, I got there. Who will carry out the Emperor's will. Question. Mm. In the Discord and obviously following the show for a long time, support of the show, integral part of the show behind the scenes finster mm-hmm. he loves a bit of warhammer mm-hmm. but do you yeah. think when he cleans his kitchen he gives himself like this preamble in a gritty voice like enter the chaos infested <laughs> kitchen sector purge the unclean with the most powerful agents of the imperium at the cleaning cupboard <laughs> wd40k on the door hinges <laughs> oh and he might well do I've seen some of the figures he paints as well. They're yeah, incredible. they're beautiful. Unbelievable how he does those. That takes a lot of patience. Is it Moonstone, I think, coming out? Correct me in the Discord. Make this a community correction, someone please. But they're bringing out a, um, a tabletop game for PS4 oh, okay. and Xbox Series X, I believe, or S, where you collect the figures, you can paint them how you want, and then you arrange your army oh, and you game. battle. Yeah. I do ah. believe there's one on Oculus as well where you actually have the headset on and you look at the table in front of you and you move your characters around. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah that's, that's good. That's cool. Could that be the next... Yeah. I know we want to collect the lead figures. I say we. I, I use that quite loosely. Uh, but let people want to collect the lead figures and want to paint them and want to take them to the you know the arenas where they battle with all the different settings and the, the different scenery and it's all very realistic. Dice roll, dice roll, dice roll and all that sort of stuff. Get a ruler out, measure how far you can move, measure the blast radius, all that sort of Warhammer type stuff. But if they could do a good VR version, I would definitely mm. do it. You could, where you take the dice rolls away and it's done automatically for you and you move your troops across the battle scene and they're firing their lasers or, you know, if it's not a 40,000 version, they're swinging their sword, all that yeah. sort of good stuff. That would be cool. That would mm, be very cool. Definitely. Very and good. it potentially could be the next level of, there's always going to be people who want to paint the figures, etc. But imagine if you could put your headset on, mm. you could see, I want to be Warhammer 40K. I want to be an orc. So all the settings orcish and you, you paint your figures and you go to battle and you arrange them on the board. Could be where it goes. Mm. You know, audience in as well. You can scan the things you painted to the actual game. Mm. Perfection. That's Once it. again, the podcast comes up with a, a game that would sell gangbuster numbers, literally set the world on fire, change the world of Games Workshop and Warhammer for life. Mm-hmm. Yet we get Unbelievable. this. We get this <laughs> shooty shoot game. It's not I would really love it. Really, what the fans want. Uh, who's next to risk their life in the boot? Bayonetta 3 for the Switch, October 28th. Wow. Uh, Bayonetta struts through multiple locations in an all-new over-the-top climax action game for Nintendo Switch, uh, supporting a wicked new ensemble and somehow familiar pigtails. 
The Umber Witch must face a mysterious evil using her signature guns and time-slowing witch time ability, uh, this time invading man-made, man-made bioweapons called Homuscunal. I don't know. Uh, find themselves in Bayonetta's crosshairs. I really wish I know how to read. The word you missed out, which is I'm with you on that, which yeah. isn't a swear, but based on how the the much talked of Bayonetta looks on the games, I can yeah. see why you gave it a swerve. Yeah. I did because that would have made a I would have made a PG thirteen. Yeah, it means that she's the the is the person in the title. Of no, the, no, I get it, but how I read things is very strange. Okay, like even how I figure out how to uh, spell things or understand things, it's great. It's just, just Eva should do a whole podcast about it. Very strange. So. Should we do a show one day where we get like maybe I'll get my mum in, you can get Eva in, and our GT can get Donna in, and then then we can do like that for a show. Just talk about how weird we are. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that'd basically, be that'd be you know what the weirdest thing George is. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you what the weirdest thing Bobby does. Oh, let me tell you about our GT. I'll tell you what. <laughs> two wax more like half oh my god I thought she was in the room then no come on darling hang on that'd be amazing Ray we've got another Donna light <laughs> <laughs> hey, hang on a minute we're having far too much fun for this to be a serious gaming news show mm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 you know I'll be front of the queue for this bad boy PC PS5 Xbox Series X PS4 and on the X-Bone October 28th Call of Duty, registered trademark. Modern Warfare, registered trademark. Two <laughs> drops players into an unprecedented global conflict that features the return of the iconic operators of Task Force 141. Now, when Bobaloba pulled up, threw pebbles everywhere, springs battled and walled, he said he was already hyped for this a week mm. ago. He's, he's got the, he's got the well, pre-download he? going on. Boba Labour crawling through the undergrowth, <laughs> spying on everybody from the hedgerows. <laughs> yeah, going dark. So he's seen any of his clips he's done when he done some of his uh, footage of his gameplay. Was it on, what was the last one? What, no, that one, what was the last one they done? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, big no, red one. That's the one. Um, but he was, he was like headshotting people in helicopters from miles away. And I'm like, he's good. Oh, at the game. rocket launcher of the helicopter was hilarious. Yeah, he's good at those games, that, that boy. He's quality. That's because he is yeah. a super army soldier. Mm, he's, yeah, I used to like watching them clips. Master, master at his craft. <laughs> Beautiful. <I'm- laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've carry ne- on, George. I've never seen you get so moist over anything before. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me get my rain mac on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? I've listen, I've lost all like Ray's literally furious right now. We got <laughs> Live by the Sword Tactics for Xbox uh One and Switch, October 28th. Live by the Sword Tactics is an unashamedly old-school tactical RPG with modern gameplay ideas. Set after the fall of the land, you control two brothers who must traverse the kingdom to stop it from falling back into the darkness of conflict. Single-player and multiplayer modes available. Mm. Wow. This would be cool because like an action RPG, but then you got tactical. Mm. I'm not sure if it's turn-based. What's going on there, yeah. yeah. Nice. Got some appeal for me. So, mm. yeah, if that comes to Games Pass as well, even better. 
fact, mm. it's only on Xbox One and Switch, unless it's a late release and already on the other consoles. I'm not a tactics guy. Tactics Ogre, yes. Final yeah. Fantasy mm. Tactics, maybe. Live mm. by the Sword Tactics? I don't know. That's a Volavon I'm not sure on the flavour of. <laughs> right. Resident Evil Reverse. PC, PS4, Xbox One. October 28th. Beloved Resident Evil characters clash in a fight to the death. Test your skills against other players in six-person deathmatch battle. Mm. So we've picked our Mummy Mummy video games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dive in the boot. I've pulled out this. Hang on a minute. It's a Lovejoy box set. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Deadwood. I'll take this. Oh. Everybody loves a little bit of Deadwood. Not good. at the time, but retrospectively, everyone's into it, including myself. Mm-hmm. So I've took that. Yeehaw, cowpokes. Is that legal? I don't know. I've said it anyway, and I can't edit yep. very well, so it'll stay in the show. Cowpokes. <laughs> I love what? how you poked your hat. Cowpokes. <laughs> What's your Mummy Mummy DVD pick of the week, Handsome Bob? Picked out Twin Peaks. Oh, Can't go wrong, little Twin Peaks. I love that yeah. show. It's amazing. Yeah. It's Time amazing. for a nice <clears throat> cup of coffee and a great piece of pie. Yeah, I just I loved it. Have you seen the 30-year revisit after where they go back and he comes out of the Red Lodge? So I tried to watch it. I tried to get into it, and I just couldn't do it. Persevere, because it, it actually pays off in the end if you've seen the first two. Really? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's hard and it's very different and it's, it's grindy and you're yeah, like, my yeah. God, this hurts to watch. Keep working with it. Keep okay. working with it. Put a put a cork in that Twin Peaks bottle for me, brother. Uh, um, okay, based on our highbrow events, what are you picking, friend? I am going to go with JFK, the movie DVD with Kevin Costner. They made a oh. game of that. They made a game of that, if you remember. Mm. Yes. They did. A trifecta. JFK. Untouchable. Get out of here. And whatever it is I said at the start of the show, War World. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> I you know, know it's a good question. Is. What yeah. actor has been featured in the most video games? Ooh. That's good. Oh, that's a good one. If anyone knows, put it in the Discord. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Kevin got three. Good old Kevin got three. You got three. Mm. Tom Hanks, is he in a game? I don't think he is. Um, Defoe was, mate. He's in a bit in two or three. William Defoe, he was in Beyond Two Souls. And was he in a. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, he's in another but one. But does that well, count? Are we talking their movies get turned into games and they're in there? Like Harrison Ford's got to be up there. His oh, face Indiana, Jones. Indiana Jones, uh, Star Wars yeah. games, you know, whatever else. Probably did Mosquito Ooh. Coast as well as a game. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, oh, that's a hard one. That yeah, that's good. Hmm, it's a good question. Yeah, good question. That's the sort of question we want. Fill the Discord mm-hmm. up with your news. Yeah, fill it up with your gamer knowledge so we can pass it off as our own and come across as three hard-nosed gaming journalist podcasters who will let nothing stand in their way of finding out things about games, apart from an internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> then we're we're done. Uh, okay. Well, with that. Ray didn't have time to hang around to find out who was in what, what got made into who got his face scanned. To be honest, as soon as you pulled out JFK, 
he sped off and the mm. boot slammed shut over the third sleeping policeman, a.k.a. Yeah, traffic calming measure, a.k.a. Yeah. whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And he's gone. Just, just like Silent Hill, he went off into the fog. Yeah. Which mysteriously permanently envelops Farmerton since the plane crash. Yep. If you're not sure about what happened there, <laughs> go back a few Christmas specials ago and I was never the same again, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> My head got stitched on backwards. I've been the backwards man for getting on for three years now. It's uh, pretty awkward. Mm. Uh, right. Those that know how this show gets put together, and I'm not talking spit and Baylor band, I'm talking the formulaic process that now leads me to say, what are you hoping to play? Well, um, my hours have been changed at work, so I'll be back to my regular time, and I need to finish uh, Last of Us Part 1. I need, to fin- I need to finish that game because we have Gotham Knights and then very, very shortly, God of War, mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to focus on that. Mm-hmm. If I only have a little bit of time, then I'll, I'll just do some FIFA. But if I have time, I need to dedicate it to the Last of Us Part One. That's okay. it. From yeah, I have to focus on it. RGT, tell me what your so before you let anything utter from your mouth, you must remember you need to play and finish Dead Space this week. So might be a bit tricky. Some wave with the RGT family this week on holiday. All so, I hear from you is excuses. Yes, um, I'm not really going to put my PS3 in my luggage and go. <laughs> I'll be just spat off. That's the way you said it. Oh, my God. I felt like I was at school then. I was probably getting told off then. Okay. <laughs> All I hear from you is excuses. Mm-hmm. Right, anyway. To be, um, I was so, glad that it was in his mouth for such a short period of time because it, it hit me warm but not boiling. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. First of all, I thought I was staring a magma vault down my, down, you know, oh my God, I'm never going to see again. It was, just, it was warm. It was like tears. So I'm, I'm okay. Uh, so yeah, you taking so the Vita away, you're going to finish Axiom Verge while you're away? I'm going to tap the Vita. Um, it's probably going to be, uh, I've got the Jack and Daxter trilogy on there. So I'm really thinking about getting stuck into that again. I'm taking hang the switch. On, hang on a minute. Someone put the Sony pony in the stable. What am I talking about? You've got an OLED switch. Why would you take that dinosaur out when you've got something that can run No Man's Sky? I need to have the... I'm also tapping the PSP as well. I need, I like to have the choice there where I can dip in and out of stuff. So I'm going to tap the PSP. That's what she said. Mm, um, <laughs> um, and then... Um, so the switch will be mostly for the family games, switch sports, that sort of thing. Uh, Mario Golf will be playing them sort of games. Got a couple of... Well, I ordered from uh, Amazon some mystery games, you know, them sort of hidden picture ones that we like mm. to play with Mrs. RGT, but they've mm-hmm. sent me the French version. So, Not only are you getting to play a game, you're getting an educational experience as well. You're going to learn how to scream in French. Exactly. Sounds so, very much like an English scream. Once I, once I can work out what settings and languages in French, then I'll re- <laughs> reset that to English and we'll probably play that. But yeah, I'm just going to be diving Played in, in French with English subtitles. Boom. Job done. GCSE in okay. French by the completion of the game. Exactly. Spot on. Okay. Um, yeah, so that'll be mostly it for me. Handheld stuff, I think, this week. Okay. What am I going to play? Detroit. Well, I've, I've still got to, I'm going to play a little bit more Detroit because that's mm. got me by the grippers. I've still got 
I'm probably two thirds of the way through another playthrough of Last of Us Part Two, which I need to get bottomed out. Uh, I think everyone's now at the aquarium on all timelines, so we're very Ooh, nearly okay, there. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah very nearly there. there. You're getting there then. Um, and might have a little tinkle with me winkle on Far Cry Primal, a bit more of that. Um, <laughs> whoops. And um, Gran Turismo 6, and I don't know why, but from somewhere deep down in the Fallout universe came a whisper. You should play through Fallout 3 again, George. What was that? What was that? Yeah, you always did say Fallout 3 was good, didn't you? Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, might, I might pull that out. I'll tell you one confession. I've never played New Vegas, so maybe I'll wheel out Obs- uh, Obsidian's fine. New mm-hmm. Vegas is amazing, but mm-hmm. I highly recommend playing it on Xbox instead. Yeah. Now I've got two Because PS3s. if you download if you download the DLC or you have too much save memory, it just freezes. Yeah. Well, I've mm, got one PS3 really? with an SSD in it, which can circumvent that problem, bizarrely. PS3. But I've got another PS3 that I've currently been playing on that is just a standard hard drive. So I might swerve playing it there on that and then play it on the the bigger boys, the launch mm. PS3 that's been racked, stacked, and waxed. Mm. Other than that, a bit more Axiom Verge and probably bamboozle on to CFAX. It's still going strong. Brilliant. Um, that would be it. Have we, has anyone got any more facts they want to impart on the amassed thousands of listeners, or are you happy to wish them adieu? No, that's it. Just want to remind them if they can do that question. What I've mm. done amongst games. That'd be cool to talk about next week a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. See what we yeah. come back with. That'd be fun. Actors in games. Yes. Yeah. Next week, we'll wheel out a Halloween special. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're yep. going to do some mm-hmm. fan interactivity on the Discord, possibly, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also thinking that um, we could do like a weekly thing called Show Is Your Stack. So, you know, we say, oh, what you've been playing, I've listed those games or whatever. Whatever people have got going on next to their console right now in their stack. Great idea. They just mm-hmm. pop mm-hmm. a picture in the Discord. I don't know, someone with some technical skills needs to create that area. Is it any different yeah, to yeah. listen to Stingray or what you've been playing? Maybe, but it's where we can do a show and tell. And it's where people can come along and see what mm. we've been playing. So Maybe it's not a pick up. We could add a little, a little mm-hmm. bar in there for show us your stack. Show us your stacks. Whatever this yeah. week you've been fiddling around with, uh, yeah. show us your stack. There. So my stack would be what I've been playing, but a little bit more succinct in the picture, and then we can talk yeah, about yeah. it on the show yeah. and, and maybe yeah. even comment about Badabingster's carpet or whatever. So, you know, it's all great. Yeah. You know, look at the carpet. Uh, he wanted it. I did it. A little bit nervous, but I did it anyway. Okay. Fine. I'm living on the edge. On the way to live. It's the only way to live. You know, this show isn't really making genres unless it's getting fined by the EU for for (laughs) negative language. So happy days. There's nothing worse than being talked about. Oh, hang on a minute. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week, <laughs> listeners. As always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. And remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you, boys. Peace. See you later, guys.